the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Biden marking the 21st anniversary of the 9-11 attacks at the Pentagon in a solemn observance today. The president took part in a wreath-laying ceremony before paying tribute to the nearly 3,000 people killed in the 9-11 terrorist attacks, including 184 victims at the Pentagon. So many heroes were made here. So many of your loved ones were those heroes. He spoke during a steady rain at the Pentagon's 9-11 memorial, honoring those killed when American Flight 77 was flown into the building. Mr. Biden also vowed that the U.S. will continue to guard against terrorism. Greg Clugston, the White House. Meanwhile, Queen Elizabeth's coffin is passing through Scotland. It's arrived in Edinburgh today. This is SRN News. Our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Some feelings never go away. We can only hope that eventually the pain will heal. What happened to this country 21 years ago is a lingering reminder that we must always be vigilant. We will never understand the kind of evil that caused so much pain that day, but we can never stop attempting to overcome it. We will never forget. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Looking for your next good read? How about our September Regnery Book of the Month, which is debunking the 1619 Project, exposing the plan to divide America by Mary Graybar. Sign up to win an autographed copy at the Freedom Fan Club at AM1280ThePatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Hour one of the Narn with Brad Carlson is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
on this uh, absolutely beautiful fall day today. And uh, given the fact that the Vikings don't play the hated Packers until 325, oh, what a day. I mean, you get to listen to the Northern Alliance Radio Network live from 1 to 3 and then uh, get a little break, get your uh, buffet going for the big game uh, this afternoon when the Vikings take on the aforementioned Green Bay Packers at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm thinking, now that I'm thinking about Consigliere, I probably should take an alternative route home. I usually go 35W North to go home. Probably not a good idea today. Oh, uh, we'll check the jam cam. Yeah. Definitely going to be jammed up there, even on a Sunday. Yeah, and uh, it might be jammed because all the people leaving the Twins game early, but Ohio! Did I go there? I went there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a frustrated Twins fan. Sorry about that, folks. But uh, anyways, glad you are tuning in. Uh, a lot of, you know, we are less than... 60 days until Election Day. So uh, it is definitely ramping up. This is when, well, now, especially now that football season has started, you're going to see a lot of political ads, you know, during the commercial commercial breaks. So uh, because, well, quite honestly, people are going to be watching live TV a lot more during football games. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. So as a result, that's prime ad purchases. And you're going to see be seeing a lot of political ads. And uh, I'll just say this. The Scott Jensen for Minnesota governor campaign, uh, I understand they're, ha- they're having a significant ad buy in the month of September. I ho- they better make it count. I'll, I'll just say that. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, I did want to I, – I, that kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about specifically. A uh, KSTP-TV Survey USA poll, which – uh, polled 600 registered voters, uh, did a poll for uh, the gubernatorial races, had Tim Walls in the lead. No surprise. Okay, he's the incumbent governor. This is primarily a, a blue state. Some Republicans like to delude themselves into saying it's purple. It's not purple. This is a blue state. It is. So if you're a Republican going to win statewide, you have to appeal to some disaffected Democrats, of which there are more now this cycle than there probably have been in a long time, and we'll get to that in a little bit. And you obviously have to appeal to independents. That's just a fact. But what was surprising to me about this poll was not so much that Tim Walls was leading, but that they had him up 18 points, 51% for Tim Walls, 33% Scott Jensen, 4% you know, another candidate, and 12% undecided. And you look at some of the other aspects of this, I mean, just look at it. First of all, among women, no surprise, Democrats typically do better among women than Republicans. Walls leads leads among women 58% to 30%. Uh, We're talking about, uh, let's look at other areas. Like, for instance, um, uh, areas, areas of the state. Twin Cities, again, no surprise. In the Twin Cities, particularly the urban areas, first ring suburbs, Democrats are going to do better, and Walls leads by a whopping 26 points, 56 to 30. In northeast Minnesota, okay, which is, you know, Iron Range, Duluth area, that sort of thing, 42% to 28% for Walls. Uh, Southern Minnesota, 46 to 40. It's more evenly split within the margin of error. And then western Minnesota, where Scott Jensen's from, you know, he's from the Carver County area, and you go further west, it's more conservative. Jensen actually leads that area, 48 to 42%. None of these are surprising. 
Well, what really stood out to me, and you know, let's talk about the top issues. What are some of the top issues? Obviously, the economy. Scott Jensen leads that, but only by three points, 43% to 40%. Crime, this is what shocked me. Crime. Crime is obviously an issue, particularly in Hennepin and Ramsey County. Walls leads at 51% to 35%. How is that possible? After what we saw during the unrest of 2020 and his ineptitude in handling that, how is that possible? Is it just is this just a simple question of Scott Jensen just hasn't built up enough credibility in talking about this? Has he not gotten his message out there? I, I don't know. Healthcare, again, Walls leads by 40 points, 68%, 27%. Abortion, no surprise, 77% for Walls, just 13%. For Jensen, because obviously Minnesota being a blue state, they're going to be more pro-choice than anything. And when you hear Scott Jensen and his running mate, Matt Burke, talk about that they don't favor abortion under any circumstances, not even rape or incest exceptions, obviously that's going to go heavily against them. But this, this, if, if this indeed is true, now I don't doubt the Tim Walls leads, but 18 points, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of it, but nevertheless, I don't have any doubt that he leads. So let's, uh, I had a couple observations when I saw this. First, you know, only, this is only 600 registered voters. You know, what was the, what was the breakdown, you know, between Democrats, Republicans, and independents? And it seems to me that in past polling, likely voters, poll of likely voters tend to be more accurate, but still, this is a significant margin, nonetheless. Uh, But what I've also observed is lying works. The Walls campaign, as well as the DFL and progressive political action committees and other independent expenditures that are obviously going to uh, throw their money into PACs and cut ads for on behalf of the Democrats, they're, they're, they're flat out lying about the abortion issue. Because you, you see these, I mean, you watch a YouTube video today in Minnesota, and you get these from uh, uh, wrongforminnesota.com, which is uh, a website that is put up by the Alliance for Better Minnesota, which uh, Elida Messenger, Mark Dayton's ex-wife, and of course she's a member of the Rockefeller family, has a bottomless pit of money that she can throw into this pack and just say what they so desire. And every one of them are saying, that if Scott Jensen is elected governor, he and the extremist Republicans, if they get elected, are going to ban abortion. And it's a lie. I went over this a couple of weeks ago, last time I was live on the air. That's a lie. They will not ban abortion for the simple reason they can't ban abortion. Because in the state of Minnesota, it is a constitutionally protected right. Whether you agree or disagree that that should be the case, the court case of Doe v. Gomez back in the 90s, the Supreme Court of Minnesota ruled that the abortion procedure is a constitutionally protected right. But you never hear the Walls campaign or anybody else say this. They never, like when Roe v. Wade was overturned in June, it would have been very easy for them to calm the waters and say, okay, folks, settle down, settle down, according to the Minnesota State. According to the Supreme Court of Minnesota, they made a ruling 
citing that the state constitution protects abortion as a constitutional right. Relax, folks. There are going to be no laws overturning abortion because it's not possible. But they don't say that. Why? Because it's not to their political advantage. It is to their advantage to have a bloody shirt to wave around. And you think about it, this whole campaign cycle across the country, the Democrats have played this, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, to their advantage. They have. It has become more of a unifying issue for them than I anticipated because you, you look at it last spring, I mean, it, it was inevitable there was going to be a red tsunami. The the Republicans had an opportunity to get a record uh, number of flips in the House. I mean, I think their previous record, they held 247 seats in the House after the 2014 red wave. Okay, and some were predicting that the Republicans could get 250, which means they would have, it would be about a 40-seat pickup this November, which was certainly very possible given the ineptitude of the Biden administration. This this midterm election cycle was going to be a, a, basically a condemnation of the Biden administration. And there was also a possibility that the Republicans could flip a couple of seats in the Senate because they only need to flip one and take over the Senate, and they'd have all of Congress and basically be the backstop against President Biden's radical agenda. But then Roe v. Wade was overturned, and while a lot of progressives weren't really motivated to get out and vote this November, now they will. Now, this isn't like the issue flipped Republicans. You know, Republicans are still going to be motivated to get out this November. There's no doubt about it for a lot of reasons I I listed, you know, the economy and crime. Those are still the top issues in people's minds. But abortion is carrying a lot more weight than I think a lot of people, including myself, had anticipated in in only the sense that it's galvanizing, it's motivating progressive voters to get out there because a lot of them now realize that, okay, the only thing about Roe v. Wade being overturned is now states have the option to codify their own to codify their own abortion laws but now they're trying to codify it at the at the federal level now that Roe v Wade is overturned which is the way it always should be done should have been done anyways like I say we we, we can go back uh, 50 years when it was Roe v Wade was initially ruled upon and the Supreme Court ruled it ruled it a constitutionally protected right which even even that staunch uh, uh, right-wing conservative Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, even she came out and said that that was a, uh, a legally flawed decision. Now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of course, was as pro-choice as they came, but even she indicated, yeah, that probably wasn't a good ruling. So I say all this to say that it was not in the best interest of Democrats in Minnesota, progressives in Minnesota, to tell the truth about what this is about. They, they could say, look, this this is not an issue. Okay, it's already a constitutionally protected right. And there are a couple of ways which abortion can be overturned in the state of Minnesota, none of which technically involve the governor. But the transcript service 
for the DFL, the DFL stenographers, i.e. your mainstream media, well, uh, they wanted to be sure to not let the Jensen campaign get away with that talking point because the Jensen campaign came out after that poll was released, and they indicated that uh, they're going to uh, have a seven-figure ad buy for September. And they're going to address specifically Tim Walls saying the overturning of Roe v. Wade uh, changes nothing in Minnesota today or tomorrow. But then he would later come out and say, well, it's not going to happen on my watch. And if my opponent gets elected, well, abortion could be in jeopardy. Even though he had actually told the truth, maybe accidentally, because it wasn't politically expedient for him to do that. So uh, the Jensen campaign came out with an ad addressing that specifically. And like I indicated, the stenographers in the media kind of came out and planted some more seeds of doubt in the minds of Minnesota voters. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And take your phone calls if you so desire, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there if you so desire. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club is ready for you. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the open to the public Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. If you like sporting clays, they have the best courses in the Midwest right here in Briar Lake. Grab lunch or dinner in the casual but elegant Triggers Barn Restaurant. Triggers all-you-can-eat Sunday brunch is phenomenal. Do a date night with dueling pianos or live music. Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club is a great place for weddings or company events. Go to horseandhunt.com to find out more. That's horseandhunt.com. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller, and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. 
and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin City schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488, that's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show, for comments and questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so free, free, feel free to check us out there as well. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Do you want to get to a call real quick before I continue on here? Tom in St. Paul is on line one. Tom, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. Hi, Brad. Beautiful afternoon out there. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I think once I heard the uh, the utterance from Jensen's campaign that uh, he opposes, uh, that they oppose all abortions for any reason, uh, they did say that at one point yep. before all this came crashing down on us. And once I heard that, I said, Oop, it's over. And uh, I'm afraid it is. I mean, I'll vote for him, but uh, and, and Walls is pathetic on uh, on uh, public safety, uh, obviously, from uh, our experience during the riots. Um, and I know left leaning people that were disgusted in him when that was occurring. But uh, this subject of the abortion and what Jensen came out and said, um, even though, you know, it's fine to believe that. And uh, I, I, I'm I, you know, I don't totally oppose that. I mean, I don't think for any reason, I, you know, I, I think there should be some some. Uh, you know, uh, availability to women. Uh, you know, I, I just don't, I, I, abortion is not my deal. You know, it's not my subject I don't vote on abortion. I vote on other, uh, subject matter. But once he said that, uh, in my mind, I right. said it's over. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the call. And, and our, uh, my colleague, Mitch Berg said that yesterday and said, yeah, that was just a, and his, I think it was a show preview he did yesterday. Uh, that was just a tactical error for Republicans to even engage in the issue. You know, but, you know, given Matt Burke, I mean, Matt Burke, uh, Jensen's lieutenant governor running mate is as pro-life as they come. I mean, you know, and he's he's walked the walk. Matt Burke has nine kids. I think seven or seven or eight of them are you know, by natural birth. And I think he adopted one or two. I don't remember exactly. But, yeah, so that's fine. He's walking the walk. And, and I've always said, you know, as someone is a, who, who is a Christian, that this transcends politics. This is about changing hearts and minds. And I said this when Roe v. Wade was kicked. I thought it was a good a good decision, and I applauded the decision. But at the end of the day, it was always about hearts and minds. While Roe v. Wade was the law of the land, and now that it's no longer the law of the land, it's about hearts and minds. That, that's just a fact. So we appreciate the, the call, Tom. Thanks so much. Uh, Scott Jensen did put out an ad that uh, K, uh, Fox 9 fact check uh in this ad jensen adopts a softer tone than he used in march when he was republic running for the republican endorsement during an interview with minnesota public radio the interviewer asked jensen whether he would try to restrict abortion or try to ban it outright 
Uh, Jensen said in the interview, I would try to ban abortion. Since then, he has shifted his position and raised exceptions for rape, incest, and to protect the mother's health. Uh, that's If that's the case, it's too little too late. And, you know, again, the wall, wall, Governor Walls and other progressive activists, they're actively lying uh, about what Scott Jensen will do if he's elected because abortion is a constitutionally protected right. But Scott Jensen didn't didn't help his case there by saying that he would try to ban abortion. But he is right when he came out in this ad and, and well, this was, I'll read the quote from the ad, abortion is divisive and Tim Walls is weaponizing the issue. Uh, let's see, I, and I just lost my spot. Okay, in Minnesota, it's a protected constitutional right and no governor can change that and I'm not running to do that. Okay, we appreciate the clarification, but then, of course, Fox 9, being the reliable stenographers, this is not the whole story. While Jensen is right that Minnesota governors can't unilaterally change the state constitution, they're not powerless on the topic of abortion. Well, what this Fox 9 fact check is referring to is the fact that the Supreme, the only way it can be overturned, the governor would have any hand in it, is the justices at the Supreme Court of Minnesota. Well, they're elected unless, unless the justices retire or meet the mandatory retirement age, which is age 70. Then whomever the governor is has the purview to appoint justices. But uh, in reading this fact check, they even lay it out. They say five of the seven current justices were appointed by Democratic governors, which tells you that even if there is a case brought before the Supreme Court challenging the constitutionally protected right of an abortion, it will not get overturned. Uh, flipping the court would t- likely take several years because only one Republican appointed justice, G. Barry Anderson, will hit the mandatory retirement age of 70 in the next governor's term. In late June, Walls tried to add urgency to the issue by saying three justices were due to hit the mandatory retirement age in in the next term. His campaign later told the AP that Walls had misspoken. Oops, sorry about that. So you see, they're actively lying about the issue. And then his campaign is forced to come out and correct a very obvious error, very obvious error. And they said, well, 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 okay, we thought it's probable, probable that three justices would retire. So there you have it. Um, you know, and again, I, I I hate to agree with with Tom, but it may be too little too late. I mean, that was the right way to go about it, to hit back and say, no, that th- this is what this is how it this is how it is. Okay, the governor can't overturn the abortion law, but when you double down on saying, well, I, I don't support abortion under uh, any ex- any exception, and then come come back and say, okay, well, yeah, maybe an exception could be made in, this, in the case of rape or incest. Then you're all over the place. Then all of a sudden the trust factor is lost. And also we live in a blue state where even if, say, a ballot question were passed in the legislature, could be passed, which obviously I can't, but if it could and the voters vote to amend the state constitution— all right. I, I I highly suspect Minnesota voters would not vote to allow the legislature to change abortion laws. OK, because this is predominantly a pro-choice state and I like where it is, where you pretty much have abortion on demand. But 
what also is not helpful to the Jensen campaign, and I, I've said many a time, a lieutenant governor candidate can't help your campaign. Typically, it's not helpful, but they can be a detriment. Uh, Michael Broadcorb, now a journalist, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, and, of course, former deputy chair of the Republican Party, uh, when seeing these polls, came out and said, tweeted out, experienced Republicans, like myself, knew that Dr. Scott Jensen and Matt Burke would be a disaster in the general election against Tim Walls. Responsible criticism of Jensen's campaign was met with hostility and accusations of bias. The critics have been right all along. Well, Matt Burke, Scott Jensen's running mate, saw this and replied with, Michael, never heard of you, so I looked you up. Google says your expertise is in adulterous affairs and driving while drunk. Nothing about politics. Might want to sit this one out, bud. Excuse me. Ow. Just banged my head on the desk there. Uh, Not helpful. Not helpful. And you just basically, Michael Broadcorp said in his very tweet, responsible criticism of Jensen's campaigns met with hostility and accusation and bias. And then Matt Burke comes back at him with a hostile reply. That's not helpful. Uh, you know, for for a lieutenant governor candidate for, to be outright hostile towards a member of the media by invoking his past indiscretions, it's not helpful and it's not productive. Okay? For those of you who don't know Matt, Matt Burke is talking about, you can Google Michael Broadcorp if you want. I know Michael personally. Uh, I, you know, we don't hang out or anything, but I, I've always liked Michael. And there are some things that he writes that I disagree with, that I have a problem with. But, you know, I respond in the motif to criticize what he's writing, not him personally. So what this does to me, it just shows a woeful lack of grace. And this is what cancel culture progressives specialize in. So conservatives like Matt Burke, who is running on the Republican ticket as lieutenant governor, uh, we shouldn't reduce ourselves to that kind of sleazy behavior. So just a bad week for the Jensen campaign. Less than 60 days to recover. Not sure that they can or will, but we'll keep an eye on it nonetheless. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development to focus on team dynamics it's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in hr which is interacting with people learning from them and then building stuff for them everything is in this one place i can't even imagine what it would be like without bamboo hr we're bamboo hr and we'd love to set you free to do great work Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. 
The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 612, the bird. Now you can say, I got a guy, when you have an electrical problem or a home project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280, the Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here to take your call is 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Wild Wilson, as always, checks in. Wild, good to see you, sir. I left a comment there. And you can, too, so feel free. I uh, want to uh, get to a call real quick on line one, Rob in Blaine. Rob, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, Brad. Good to talk to you. Uh, just wanted to chime in how epically stupid of an unforced error this is on the Jensen campaign. I think the one thing that's worse than uh, staking out an unpopular position is uh, wavering on that position. Mm-hmm. And Jensen seems to be making this mistake over and over again, whether it's on the Second Amendment, whether it's on single-payer health care, or now abortion, is that people can respect, respectfully disagree with you, but I think if people have a hard time respecting you if they don't know where you actually stand on an issue. And I think that's where Jensen has fallen into. I, and, I, and I think it's particularly stupid. Did we lose Rob? Corner. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. You cut out for a little bit. I thought we lost you, but I still hear you. Go ahead, sir. Sorry. Oh, about sorry. That. Yeah, I, I was just saying. I, I think it's just epically stupid when Matt Burke could have eked out that ultra pro-life corner, and Matt, and then Scott Jensen could have come in as the the you know the more reasonable, more moderate uh, position. When they both eke out the the same corner, there's really no benefit to the electorate. I, I just think there's just a series of uh, of unfortunate errors on the Jensen campaign. 
Yeah, you're exactly right, Rob. I appreciate the appreciate the phone call. Excellent insights, uh, as always. You know, I the one thing I'm wondering is Matt Burke this past week was just saying some goofy stuff on on Twitter. Uh, I, I I read the tweet where he was very hostile toward Michael Broadcorb regarding Michael Broadcorb's uh, pointing out Michael just basically doing a "Hey, I told you so." <laughs> about the Jensen candidacy, and then Matt Burke basically validating Broadcorp's assertion that people are met with hostility when the Jensen campaign is criticized. Uh, you know, does anybody have Matt Burke's ear? He's a, he's a running mate. He's a lieutenant governor. Why is he just going rogue on Twitter like this? Is it, I mean, I would think Scott Jensen, who's the lead candidate on the ticket, would have his ear. How does he think that's a good idea? <sighs> So anyways, I, I think I'll just finish up with this and I want to get on to another topic. What has to happen here is if you don't think you can win this race, and, and to say it's an uphill climb is is an understatement, at least don't become such a dumpster fire that you're going to hurt the other down ticket races. Like uh, KSTP Service, Survey USA poll came out with polling in the other statewide races for attorney general, secretary of state, and auditor. And the Republican candidate in each of those races is within the margin of error, statistical margin of error. All right? Now, again, Republicans haven't won a statewide race since 2006. And the fact that you're in, within the margin of error in three different statewide races, this is a golden opportunity. But if the top race on the ticket, i.e. the gubernatorial race, continues to be a tremendous drag, that's going to hurt these races down ticket. They are. And this is crunch time. So the DFL and the Walls campaign and Elida buys Minnesota, I mean, (coughs) Alliance for a Better Minnesota, I should say, they're going to come heavy with the money, with political ads. And it's going to create that momentum down ticket for the DFL. So again, even if, if the Jensen campaign's internal polling looks bad, at least do all you can to be not, to not be such a drag and to help uplift these candidates down ticket. Like Keith Ellison is in real trouble in his reelection for attorney general. Steve, this was what shocked me. Steve Simon uh, only has a four point lead on Kim Crockett. That, that shocked me. The auditor's race, a dead heat. Julie Blaha, the current auditor, 38%. Ryan Wilson, 37%. So the opportunity is there to break the losing streak for Republicans. So let, let's let's not let the top of the ticket, the, the gubernatorial race, be the drag here. That's all I'm saying. So uh, Anyhow, I want to get to another topic here real quick. Uh, you probably heard a lot about an incident that took place at a women's volleyball game at Brigham Young University. This happened August 26th, which was a Friday evening, I believe, two weeks ago Friday, where the Duke volleyball team was playing, obviously, at Brigham Young University. And one of the Duke volleyball players by the name of Rachel Richardson alleged she was called multiple racial slurs while playing in this game at Brigham Young. And of course, when you you have when you have something like this happen in sports, you get members of the toy department, i.e. sports writers, oh, this is their this is this is what they live for. Because 
a lot of people don't take them seriously as journalists and it kind of bristles them. You know, they, they, they bristle at that. They get rubbed the wrong way because of that. So if they get an opportunity where if so, social or cultural issues infect sports, oh, man, they're just salivating. They're all over that. And, you know, you get the lectures of, well, those of you people who thought racism was eradicated, think again, which is a straw man. No one with half a brain cell says racism is completely eradicated. You get There are plenty of idiots out there, unfortunately. But is it less tolerated today than it ever before in history? Yeah, absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. And I will stand by that statement. And the fact of the matter is, evil exists, stupidity and ignorance exists, and while I wish it weren't so, you're never going to completely eradicate it. But by golly, you can drown it out to make it so irrelevant that people who engage in this behavior run back into the shadows. And I bring all this up to say that the media just ran with it. There was a BYU alum who put together a phenomenal Twitter feed talking about this. He posted this uh, tweet thread on September 3rd, so just a week after this incident took place. Andre Hutchins uh, is his name, AC underscore Hutchins. Uh, If you want to follow him on Twitter, check this out. Uh, I'll just read it verbatim here. It's been one week since the Duke-BYU women's volleyball game and nearly a week since allegation of racism from a BYU fan against Duke athlete Rachel Richardson surfaced on Twitter. I thought of little else since then, so here's a threat. What I like to do is map out these events and put together a timeline of the story and then compare the allegations of what happened versus what actually happened based on available evidence. My only reason for doing this is to hopefully arrive at the truth. Oh, what a novel concept. Let's begin. A week ago Saturday, political candidate Lisa Pamplin tweets out allegations of racism that her goddaughter, Rachel Richardson, experienced while playing a volleyball match versus BYU in Provo, Utah. These are, uh, these are the major allegations and should be taken with the utmost uh, seriousness. So this Lisa Pamplin, whose goddaughter is Rachel Richardson, uh, and she's the only black starter for Duke's volleyball team, She was called an N-word every time she served. She was threatened by a white male, told to watch her back, going to the team bus. A police officer had to be put by their bench. Uh, This is Lisa Pamplin for, um, I think, Tarrant County in Texas. She's running for some political office, county criminal attorney or something. Uh, Shortly thereafter, BYU releases their own response to the allegations condemning all forms of racism and revealing that they had banned a fan in attendance, someone who Duke had pointed out as the culprit. This fan was not a student of BYU. And again, you can go to BYU's uh, athletic website if you want to read the initial statement. Uh, By this time, BYU is in DEFCON 1 PR crisis management. Athletic director Tom Homo, uh, Homo, H-O-L-M-O-E, I want to be sure I say that right, Homo, (laughs) tweets out his own statement Saturday evening as BYU was scheduled to play another volleyball match. Uh, He was talking about we need to be better than this. There's also video of that if you want to uh, look it up. The women's volleyball coach for BYU also made a statement saying racism in any form has no place at BYU or anybody else. I apologize for what the Duke student-athletes experienced. Uh, Rachel Richardson herself had a big state had a statement on this, uh, saying that she, her uh, fellow African American teammates and I were targeted, 
and racially heckled throughout the entirety of the match. The slurs and comments grew into threats, which caused us to feel unsafe. Now, here's what really frosts me. You had the usual suspects. You had CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and ESPN. I'll read all their headlines. CNN, Duke volleyball player says BYU officials failed to stop racist heckling during game in newly released statement. Washington Post, racial slur during college volleyball games led to fan suspension. New York Times, Duke volleyball player BYU response slow to racial slurs. ESPN, Duke volleyball's Rachel Richardson says BYU slow to respond to racial slurs. Anybody know? Anybody notice those headlines? Something missing? Might be a little subtle to some, but it stood out to me. They took it at face value. No, by the letter of the law, and you know, again, there, there there's no, there's not going to be, shouldn't be, there isn't any legal punishment. Okay, I mean, it, uh, an institution like BYU could certainly ban somebody, but there's not going to be any jail time. But you know, let's just hold some sort of legal standard. Where's the word alleged? They all took it at face value because the story came out. No, there, no, you know. Uh, they didn't say fail to stop alleged racist heckling. They say fail to stop racist heckling. Alleged racial slur during college volleyball. No, they just said racial slur during college volleyball game. It, just at face value. No, no investigation. No waiting for the truth to come out. And this is this is sadly indicative of everything in today's culture. I mean. We talk about it ad nauseum when there's a spree killing, you know, a mass shooting where 10, 20 people are killed. And the millisecond it happens, and literally before the bodies are even cold, you get people politicizing the incident. No wait, no waiting for any facts to come out. No waiting for the full story. Just got to get guns. Evil, racist, white NRA is responsible for this. And then once the facts come, counteract their narrative there's never any retraction there's never any clarification there's never oops there's never even a whoops my bad sorry i jumped the gun nothing whoops and of course there were uh, prominent celebrities like lebron james um jay billis of espn and the governor of utah spencer cox uh, the governor of utah uh even came out and call and uh you know as a society, we have to do more to create an atmosphere where racist a-holes like this never feel comfortable attacking each other. Pretty strong words from a sitting governor, but you know what? If he believed this happened, I understand the anger, I understand the sentiment. But here's the problem. If you get people coming out and saying, you know what, we're going to look into this. If this allegation is true, we're going to take every measure necessary to ensure that those who are responsible are never welcomed back in this auditorium ever again. But that, but no, it has to be instant, swift reaction. This is a young black woman. We have to take her word for this. Have to take her, take her at her word. And, and if you don't, then you're denigrating the character of this fine, upstanding student athlete. No more standard of innocent until proven guilty. Again, I get it. This is not a legal issue per se. But the same standard should apply. 
that this is just an allegation, an unfounded one. And we need to investigate it. So I'll wrap up uh, this with the final segment this hour when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. Or check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we do have the live stream up and running. So feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. Brad Carlson, The Closer, with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day of last year, I was on the freeway driving home, and all of a sudden a red light came on, and the right front tire was low and the next day I called and Justin answered he said let me take a look at it and go in the waiting room and, and I'll get back to you they found that there was a huge nail in the tire and so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home Infragrove Hyundai was very welcoming service was excellent Infragrove Hyundai service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment at InfragroveHyundai.com Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. I remember the day. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. In sleepy towns forever. Been talking about the incident 
at Brigham Young University where the visiting uh, Duke women's volleyball team alleged that one of their players was taunted with the N-word uh, from a fan in the stands. I, you know, I, I don't have time to read this whole tweet thread because it's very long. It's very extensive. But go to uh, A.C. Hutchins uh, is his uh, Twitter handle. It's, in fact, it's A.C. underscore Hutchins. That's H-U-T-C-H-E-N-S. A.C. underscore Hutchins is Andre Hutchins' Twitter handle. He's a BYU alum, did a very thorough breakdown uh, of why he does not believe this happened. Okay, including the section. There's one key aspect of this. There was a section where they were alleging the racial slur came from. Uh, Black members of the Brigham Young basketball player, uh, Brigham Young men's basketball team were in that section. Do you honestly think a bunch of black men would have put up with that had they heard the N-word coming from that very section? I don't care if that was their home auditorium. And here, here was one thing that he did research. There was a young lady on the team by the name of Nikki, and it was possible that someone was yelling her name and misconstrued it as the N-word. Does that seem like a stretch? Maybe. But you know what it reminds me of? I think this was this last year, maybe two years ago. I don't remember exactly when it was. It was recent. I think it was maybe last year. It had to have been last year because there were no fans in 2020 at Major League Baseball games. But in 2021, Colorado Rockies home field. They there was a they were playing the Florida Mar or Miami Marlins, and the batter for the Miami Marlins, I don't remember his name, but he was a was a black man. And someone was yelling. People thought they heard someone yelling the N-word in the audience, in the crowd. And, of course, it was splashed all over social media and whatever else. But what they later ascertained when they tracked down the fan who they were talking to, you know what the fan was yelling? He was yelling for the Colorado Rockies mascot. You know what the Colorado Rockies mascot's nickname is? Dinger. That's Oops. Yeah, that's a nickname for home run, Dinger. Now, I'm not going to yell the word Dinger, but if you're at home by yourself, maybe yell the word Dinger. Well, don't yell it too loud, because seriously, someone might misconstrue that, and someone obviously did misconstrue that. So this reminds me so much of the Jesse Smollett hoax and the Bubba Wallace incident. Now, I'm not saying this is a hoax. What I am saying is... It's very possible Rachel Richardson misheard something. And for her godmother, who's running for political office in Tarrant County, Texas, who is, I mean, if you look at her Twitter feed, she's since locked it down. But if you look at some of her past tweets, they're, and they're out there, Google search, okay? I mean, they're as uh, hostile toward white people, actively hostile. Lisa Pamplin, L-E-S-A Pamplin, Lisa Pamplin is this woman's name. And the, just the hostility towards white people she has. So I've, so she was using this incident in like some of her campaign emails and took credit for making this a national story. So I'm not saying Rachel Richardson was looking for publicity. She wouldn't, this would be the worst way to go about looking for publicity. Okay? 
But her godmother certainly capitalized upon it, seized upon it. But it was just completely misconstrued. Kind of like uh, the Bubba Wallace incident. Bubba Wallace, a black NASCAR driver, apparently he thought he saw a noose hanging from his garage door. Turns out, um, no, that's the standard rope you use to pull the door down. That's what that is. Okay, honest mistake. Bubba Wallace was not looking for any publicity, and I don't believe he was trying to perpetuate a race hoax because he already worked actively to get the Confederate flag banned from NASCAR which probably was met with some resistance by some of those fans. I'm not saying the majority of those fans, okay? There are still some idiots who cling to that symbol, okay? And Bubba Wallace worked to get it eradicated. So you think he was going looking for publicity for another racial incident? Absolutely not. It was it was an unfortunate uh, mistake. But the problem was the people who just picked up that narrative and ran with it. Nary a retraction, never a nary, nary a whoops, sorry, my bad. Okay, because in this day and age, when there is a politically socially charged event that occurs, you can't even question it honestly for fear of being accused of being a racist. Oh, you're doubting this racist incident? Well, you must be a racist yourself. So as a result, all journalistic integrity gets thrown out the window. And that's a crisis in this country. Democracy truly does die in darkness, as we're finding out. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back. Mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance. Radio Network. Back in a few. All the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. All of us come from somewhere. All of us have origin stories. From executive producer Larry Elder. Divine Providence was clearly operating in the lives of black Americans. And director Justin Malone. When I was growing up, we were never taught that America was bad. We were raised to love America. Comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom Part 2, an American odyssey. Available on Salem Now. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Are you tired of looking at your chipped oil stained garage floor every time the door opens? You need to talk with the folks at the coating crew. These guys can transform your garage or utility floor concrete into an extension of your home. Imagine matching your floor to your sweet summer ride or showing off your team colors. The coating crew has a wide variety of colors to match the most eclectic tastes in man cave decor. 
These guys take the time to properly prep the floor, repair cracks and pits, and then the magic begins, and all in just one day. This attention to detail sets them apart from the competition. It's a given that their crews are trained and certified to create your long and lasting oasis. Since 1999, the coating crew has been providing superior products and exceptional customer service. Contact coatingcrew.com. Reclaim the value and space of your old garage floor. Schedule a free quote at coatingcrew.com and tell them Dennis sent you coatingcrew.com. How would you like to redecorate your office or home with beautiful Minnesota photographs for half the regular price? This station is partnered with award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for this special half-price offer. Choose $5,000 of Wayne's iconic images and you'll pay half price, just $2,500. There's only one of these special redecorating offers available. So call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.